And do you but, talk about non-monogamy versus poly versus cheating? Yes. Yes, I do talk about that. As time has gone on, I've actually kind of opened up a little bit more um, about my own personal experiences in that world. My husband and I, um, for the longest time, uh, and actually I thought it was cuckolding for the longest time, but it, I guess it really wasn't because in the true definition of cuckolding, you know, you've got your female and you've got your bull and then you have your cuckold and the bull gets to have the wife and there's a what makes it a cuckold situation is that the cuckold gets humiliated in some way it's it's a bit of humiliation and it's actually a subcategory of all the million subcategories in bdsm it's a subcategory of that for the longest time i thought that's kind of what we were doing but minus the humiliation part um because I don't really do that with my husband. I just, that's just not, Yeah. I mean, something, that's just not me personally. I, I love him too much. Pardon? Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't know this very well. So what is it then if it's not with humiliation? That's what I ended up finding out. It's actually a stag and vixen situation. Yeah. Yeah. Where the stag, like encourages the wife to go out on dates and you know have sex with the bull and come home and tell them all about it and that's what turns them on that's what gets their engine going um and same room right this could also be a, a person who wants his buddy to fuck his wife well without being humiliated by it, right? Just come and give right, it right. grilling to China is my new phrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually found your channel um, because as of about the last year or so, um, my husband and I decided to explore a little more, explore swinging. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so just trying to get a feel for it. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> you know, let me see what I can find out here. Did you look at sex club tour videos? Is that how you found me? I was looking up like fetish type stuff and um, kinks type stuff. And it may have been sex clubs, quite honestly, um, because I had tried looking stuff up for, for that as well. We had a couple experiences um, that I just thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, wow. Um, <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one of them, actually, I talk about in a video on my channel, but I kind of left it as like in the third person sort of thing, um, because it was just really so wild. Like we have met this couple and, you know, we swapped and we hung out with them a few times. And then they like invited us into their circle okay. sort of thing. You've been doing swinging for a long time and you know what you have a certain taste for. Like you, you just can't have sex with somebody who you don't unfortunately find physically or mentally stimulating. You just can't. 
Um, at least not in my opinion. Um, and in this group, all these people, as they started coming in, I'm thinking, huh, none of these men are really my taste. And not to sound prude or not to sound rude, um, you know, I am by no means Barbie here. Um, but it was just weird. Like, I just didn't feel like, uh. But my husband, on the other hand, he was the youngest of the group um, because there's like eight years difference between he and I. In my personal opinion, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a little biased, he is the best looking in the group. And I just thought to myself, all these women blocking to him and we've gone to a couple parties and I was cool with it, you know, like, hey, have your fun, do your thing. You know, eat it up. Because let's face it, it feels good to have attention. You know, I, I, of course, I just wish it was balanced. I wish you had your eye on some stud guy over in the corner too, right? But it doesn't seem like it was, yeah. Right. And I ended up bonding really good with one of the husbands there. It wasn't that he wasn't good looking. It was more like he was kind of like the guy who's in the friend zone. You know what I mean? Like he, the cuddly teddy bear that all the girls love, but nobody wants to That's to be thing. his girlfriend. <laughs> right, right. So we hit it off on an intellectual level and a personality level. So a lot of times in these gatherings, we would hang out together and talk and do whatever. But this group, um, I just thought to myself, like the one night he and I were sitting there and we were just watching because we both knew we're like, yeah, everybody loves your husband. All the women are like fighting over him. And it got so ridiculous this one night, like women going, he's not your husband. Don't tell him what to do. God. And oh my God, it was crazy. And then like, we were playing board games at one point and they were all like fighting, trying to hone in and squeeze in to sit next to him. And this other guy was sitting back like, wow, wow. <laughs> you know, and they actually got kind of catty. Like one, we were sitting on a couch and he came over and sat in between these two women and we were all talking, joking around and, um, you know, of course, alcohol's involved. Um, and another one of the girls called him over to play pool. And he was getting ready to get up. And the two women sitting on either side of him, like, threw their legs over top of his lap real quick so he wouldn't go anywhere. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is wrong with you people? Like, it was so crazy. Um why I just couldn't believe it. And then the one girl, she was, she's beautiful. The one girl in the group, she's, you know, the skinny, blonde, huge boobs. You know, she's got, she had a boob job. So like, they're the perfect boobs, you know? And he actually clicked with her a little bit because on a mental, because they have um, job similarities. Okay. So 
this became the girl that all the other women got jealous of. And it just became this big cat thing. The other girl, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with these women? Like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. As I'm like, oh my God, I got to walk outside because this is just these. And I'm talking, these are women in their 40s and 50s. I'm like, you are, excuse my mouth, grown ass women. And you are behaving this way. Yeah. And you're in a sweeter situation setting. What is wrong with you? You should be embarrassed for yourself to be acting this way. Right. And and like you said, if anyone in that room had a right to be jealous, it would have been me. And I just <laughs> watching like, is this really, I feel like I'm in high school again. You know, it was so crazy, but yeah, it just, it, it didn't end up good with the group to say the least. Um, so yeah, we're kind of looking for new groups, a new group to get into now because it was just absurd. We got in the car to go home and I thought, I looked at my husband, I'm like, what was that? It's such a risk to to join a niche little like group of people. Um, uh-huh. Are really just meeting people off the internet? Like you know, chances are are the same as online dating, I would assume. But if right. you have sex clubs like I do in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, mm-hmm. my goodness, it's just a land of people who are sex positive, right? And that's mm-hmm. the other thing is like there's respect. So people wouldn't jump on your husband. That would be people would would not touch anybody without consent and sex clubs, right? So you wouldn't right. have that issue of people like overstepping um on that. But mm-hmm. at least that way you guys can swim those waters together. Oasis is an aqua spot, right? That's why I say that. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a wonderful place to find your your dynamics versus mm-hmm. I've never had success online dating, let alone with swingers um mm-hmm. I just really haven't so I just I hope that you have better experiences than uh, the only way I know how to have better experiences is from sex clubs yeah okay you don't even have okay. to have sex there you just could meet there but meet them. right like some people don't like I personally I do not love having sex in front of people not my biggest mm-hmm. thing at all I know some people love it I don't enjoy having my sex in front of people unless I choose them to be in the room so mm-hmm. I would, if uh, my perfect fantasy is I go to the sex club this week, I meet a guy, he like blows me away. We have like a two, three hour conversation. I'm feeling safe. I'm feeling good. And then he has like a hotel, like right down the hotel room or something, right? I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. that will get me off because now I will feel comfortable doing right. the, the erotic dances that we do, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Do you do like hotel takeovers or anything? Do you go to any of those? Do they I have those don't. there? I'm not I as experienced. So. Like I know I have a YouTube channel and I talk about swinging. I have scratched the surface of what the experience of swinging can look like or sex positive lifestyle. I don't even, I've never even been to a hotel takeover yet. So uh, I haven't been to a naked campground yet. I haven't been to a swinger campground. I haven't been to a swinger resort. I am missing out on some of the good life in the swinger, but can I can I break a, a secret? It's not so secret. It's kind of a secret. 
I don't feel like I'm that much of a swinger anymore. I think I was. I came. I saw. I swung. I swung. What the yeah. fuck? I don't know. I don't have huh. energy to keep swinging around as much as I thought I would. And so mm -hmm. now that I have for my, my next partner, like my life partner, someone to share, you know, my goods, my downs with, you know, I don't mm -hmm. need him to come and swing with me because I don't know if I even need that. I just want to be around it. I want to be around people who think sex is okay, right? right? I don't necessarily yeah. always need to swap or, you know. Yeah. So that I'm, makes I'm sense. Comfort in that, and and just wanting to be in the lifestyle, even if I don't want to swap right now. So yeah, that makes sense. I'm in therapy with Abby. Wow. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, I get it. I get it. I kind of gone through. A, I guess you'd say a dry spell too. At one point, I'm like, oh, this is just not fun for me. And I had some other health things going on, had a couple surgeries and was laid up for a while. And, you know, no fun with that. But, yeah, so I, I get it. And, and maybe it's a permanent dry spell. Like you said, you came, you saw, you did it. You're good. Yeah, and it, it's 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 like when I started the lifestyle as a single woman, um, I like to have threesomes with couples, and then I had I was thr it was thrilling, and then I had mm -hmm. another one, and then I had another one, and then I had another one, and then it wasn't so thrilling. Mm -hmm. Just like anything else, right? And right. It's like a drug. Well, now what's next? Oh, a foursome. Well, let's try a foursome. Let's try an orgy. Let's move up the chain. I didn't originally want to be in an orgy. But I did actually, right. I, I developed, you know, a comfort with the threesomes and then, you know, wanting more. And then I ended up throwing my own, I threw some private hotel sex parties, but they were just one hotel room, right? It was like me and my intimate group of people that were hand selected to come. I ran the thing like a girl at a camp counselor. Like I was like through their dare, spin the bottle. People got so comfortable before the sex came out. Like we started with, can you like touch their arm first? And like, we, we would just get mm -hmm. so I just I love the psychologist in me with helping my friends get comfortable because I just think it's fun to to break touch barriers in that way and not make it so awkward for people and and things like that. Right. Yeah, and I think I, I found my calling doing uh, doing what I'm doing, but on on YouTube and podcasts and stuff. But I have a lot to learn and a lot to see. But the truth is, do I even have the appetite to continue? looking around at other sex club experiences i don't know if i give a shit to be honest maybe yeah huh. i don't get on the airplane to go see another st andrew's crop yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can see that in toronto <laughs> so i don't want to close any doors or anything but i just don't have the same ambitions as some of the other influencers or educators in the swinger lifestyle as uh, i'm i'm watching around they always do like these hotel takeovers, like you were saying, or like these resort mm -hmm. takeovers. And it's so great because they have an ability to connect with people who follow them and party with them. Mm -hmm. So I understand why they do that. But um, yeah, for me, it's not the route I'm taking, but maybe my, my, maybe my journey is not even stuck in sex clubs and swinging. Maybe it's just my journey would included that. And if I pull out of that for a bit, maybe it keeps going. Right. I don't yeah. Know. So it's possible. How's the swinger uh, a lifestyle in Ohio? Um, 
pretty active where I'm at. I'm like in southwestern Ohio. So we're real close to like Indiana and Kentucky. Um, so we kind of get stuff all along that um, from like Dayton to Cincinnati, man. It is just, there's tons of house house parties all the time tons of hotel takeovers there's a few clubs that i'm aware of and one that actually we went to that was really kind of cool it was um somebody's house that they like had this big chunk of land it's in the middle of nowhere and they like turned their whole basement and added on this stuff to their house and just like made it a house party sex club kind of scenario i don't know how else to explain it um (laughs) it's somebody's house but um it's kind of funny because the the guy the couple that runs it the guy he walks around in like what i could just picture hugh hefner walking around in (laughs) and it's so (laughs) funny like you know the silk robe and i'm like oh it's half you know Awesome. living their best life <laughs> oh they are and they are older they are older and he when he takes his little bat or his little robe off he's got like this tiny thong speedo looking thing um and they always have flashing lights on it on the front wow. so yeah yeah him him and his wife like you said they're living their best life but that was pretty cool place to go. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to list your uh, website and your fan page so that uh, at least the audio listeners can get it? My YouTube channel is at Fet Talk, F-E-T-T-A-L-K, um, or Abby Hout, H-A-U-T-E. I do have a Pornhub website that is Hout Milf. Um, you can find me on that. You can find me on OnlyFans. I do have an OnlyFans page that's um, at Abby Hout. Yeah, I have clips for sale. If you don't want to go the OnlyFans route, you can do that too. Just look for Abby Hout. Perfect. So uh, TorontoUnicorn.com is where you can get all the links to my podcast, my journal, um, you know, everything else, my Amazon storefronts. I also have, uh, you know, my, my podcasts are my, my future. That's where I can talk uncensored. Right. So that's the future. Mm-hmm. For me. Uh, I do have a fan page where I do chat with fans, give advice and uh, do sell some, some of my recent videos there. So that's on onlyfanscom slash Toronto. Unicorn.